This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Saturday edition tonight. It is Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features, they're free, so enjoy those. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for accessing their site. The little misers. Yeah, we give ours away at freetalklive.com. I'm going to start out with some news here that you may not be aware of unless you're someone who makes a habit of crossing the border on a you know fairly regular basis. You perhaps. mean the southern border with Mexico? Well, it's probably happening at both of them, but yeah, it's uh, this one is specifically about Mexico, although you might expect this to move up to the northern border eventually, you know, just so they can be fair to everybody and how they're treating them, which is like crap. AZStarnet.com, uh, treating you like a criminal. Amped up efforts to stop guns and cash from entering Mexico and fueling drug cartels could have an unintended effect on Americans. And that is longer waits in southbound lanes at the border. Most ports don't have much room for such inspections, putting U.S. and Mexican customs officials in a bind. If they keep traffic moving, it'll be tough to make the new inspections effective. If they conduct checks through uh, thorough enough to find guns and illegal cash, it might slow traffic. U.S. and Mexican officials insist their operations won't slow motorists. U.S. Customs. Well, the government can make any promise they want, yeah. and if they don't keep it, you can stick it where the sun doesn't shine. Because they really don't care. The government doesn't have to provide good customer, customer service to you. There's no motivation whatsoever. I mean, try to imagine what it would be like going to the police uh, station saying, hey, why don't you people hurry up? You're going to get a gun pointed in your face if you're not careful. U.S. Customs and Border Protection says it won't conduct round-the-clock checks or check every last person. And Mexican Customs says it will take only eight seconds to check each vehicle that comes through. But at ports with just one or two southbound lanes, those plans may still cause delays. According to the Phoenix-based Border Trade Alliance uh, spokesman, they say, We're very concerned. The challenge is the lack of infrastructure and space. The Border Protection officers who need more money typically devoted nearly all of their time to inspecting traffic coming in to the U.S., are now, at the behest of President Obama, diverting significant time to what's leaving the country. So that's the story here, is that not only will you now be inspected by the U.S. Customs Border Official types while you come back from Mexico, you'll also be inspected... While you leave. Yeah. And you don't have any of the advantages that you have as a citizen of the United States at the border. They, oh, no. The, the, you know, the, the Fourth Amendment doesn't exist there. That's what they told the Motorhome Diaries guys if when they, they tried to cross. If they decide they want to look in your butt for something, they can do that. They can look anywhere they want. You are not really an American citizen on the American border. The uh, Let's see, the story here says that they'll be diverting significant time now to what's leaving the country using traditional questioning. It's traditional, Mark. Yeah. They've been doing it forever. It's no big deal. This is a tradition here in America. Being questioned when you try to cross an imaginary line in the sand, that's a tradition. We should yeah. be proud of it. Y'all papers, please? Yeah, that's what they do. That's the tradition we're talking about yeah. here. Mobile x-ray trucks. That's traditional, too, right? Yeah, sure. Mobile x-ray trucks. Tasers, and, traditional tasers. Because, you know, x-rays are real safe. You should really just get x-rayed every day of your life, because it's good for your bones. Uh, in currency and weapons-sniffing dogs, officers are now conducting daily outbound inspections. Well, all right, Americans. Aren't you happy? Aren't you feeling safe? 
Aren't you so glad that this is happening in the land of the free? Because that's what freedom's all about, right? Is you know, the freedom to get stopped by a bunch of armed men when you cross an imaginary line in the sand and have them treat you, well, however they want to. However, on, you know, depending on what bureaucrat is happened to be in charge of that particular lane at that moment, uh, depending on his whims. You know, you'll be treated that however he feels like it. We have a we have a nation of laws here. It's not a nation of men. Oh, but yes, it is. Uh, but there's more. The Mexican government has also pledged to increase traditionally lax inspections by subjecting every car to an eight-second inspection starting sometime this year, according to That's the. That's what I want foreign uh, law enforcement officers going over my vehicle. As though I'm not scared enough of the law enforcement officers in this country and the way that they seem to step outside of the bounds of the Constitution. Excuse me, on the Constitution on a regular basis. The ones that scare me a heck of a lot more are foreign ones. And honestly, Mexicans, uh, law enforcement officers, scare me a heck of a lot more than Canadian ones. Really? I'm just sorry. I mean, that to me, that it just seems like an entrepreneurial activity to being, uh, being a... I'd rather be uh, able to buy off uh, my, my customs agent. Yeah, I, 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 see, I see where you're coming from. It does seem like a, a good thing to be able to buy somebody off uh, compared to having to deal with their criminal justice system. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Necesitas un Franklin? <laughs> right. I suppose 100 bucks uh, would be cheap than, uh, cheaper, uh, much cheaper than having to deal with... Uh, uh, four nice... hours in a, a detention facility, maybe a few days in a detention facility? Sure. You might be right. Sure. So, uh, you know, there's more to the story here about, oh, how, you know, they're going to be really going quick here. They're going to move as fast as they can. To, they're going to use a strategy called pause and search, which means conducting southbound checks for a few hours at a time rather than all day long. They say that keeps smugglers on their heels. Because that's what it's all about, right? Got to catch those drug dealers. Well, Got to yeah, catch the, those immigrants. This is how the... Uh, <laughs> it's it's the politics of prohibition is what has gotten us to where we are. Mm-hmm. The politics of prohibition is what has made the border what it is and really the diminishment of our Fourth Amendment rights entirely. Well, that got the ball the, rolling. The lessons that we didn't learn with uh, alcohol prohibition, well... That's what's diminished the Fourth Amendment. The, uh, the the drug war certainly got the ball rolling on border crackdown, uh, but the fear factor of the terrorist specter, this you know evil terrorist, the terrorist threat, spe- this, the, terrorist the immigrants specter, too. It, right, but but immigrants are really a form of prohibition. It's labor prohibition. That's true. Good um, point. Uh, the 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 terrorists, on the other hand, there wouldn't have been any uh, wind. It would, it, there wouldn't have been any wind for those sales if it hadn't been for the the sort of anti-immigrant fervor that goes on. The toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. Of course, you can combine this story with the other stories that we've seen this year and and in recent times about how now they're going to start demanding people have U.S. passports in order to re-enter the country. And we've had one guy call us uh, who makes, a, I guess, a habit of crossing the southern border on foot on a fairly regular basis, and he has told us that every time he's come back, he's basically been given a lecture about how you better get a passport even though it's supposedly illegal to now cross without a passport, they just always detain him for 20 minutes, lecture him, and, and let him go. So they haven't actually started doing anything significant about people without passports. But nonetheless, it's step by step, step by step. They're cracking down on your ability to travel. And if you thought that you had the freedom to leave, because that's what they always say, right? The people that will listen to the show for the first time and they'll hear us, talking about some issue that we have with the way the, the government is in this in this country. Well, if you don't like it, you can leave. America oh, leave really? It. Can I leave? Can I? Where From where can I leave without being molested? 
well, by some uh, government goon in a uniform. You probably can leave, um, and you'll get a unless I hit a southbound check at the uh, customs. Well, they're not going to prevent you from leaving. They're just going to slow your uh, your, your your departure. Mm. However, um, you'll, they'll also there, there's a tax for when you're leaving the United States, and if you have to pay in order to leave, you're not free to leave. I just want to know who feels good about this. Who feels uh, safe? Who is happy about more searches at the border? More inconvenience. People that don't cross it. I understand that. Because uh, you, you remember the old uh, Martin, uh, Reverend Martin Niemöller uh, poem. Yes. Uh, of the guy experiencing the Nazi crackdown in Germany. He says, first they come for the trade unionists. And I wasn't a trade unionist, so I said nothing. I'm then not they, a border crosser. Right. Then they come for the Jehovah's Witnesses. And I'm not a Jehovah's Witness, so I say nothing. Who cares about them then border crossers? Then they come crossers. for the Jews, and I said nothing. Who cares about the fact that uh, you know billions of dollars in business is passing over the southern and northern borders uh, at any given point in uh, the, the, in time, and that uh, any delays means those shipments aren't going to get to where they're supposed to be on time, and, and that just it's there's a huge economic downturn as a result of the amount of... In, the, the more the intrusion, sure. the, the worse off the economy is, because people can't get stuff done if they're sitting and waiting in lines. Let's go to your calls. Al is in Miami listening to WFTL. Al, you're on Free Talk Live. How you doing, guys? Hey, what's Good on sir. your mind tonight, Al? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know if you guys are, you know, for the right or the left, but I hear, I hear the right always talking about losing some kind of freedom. When is the right going to wake up and realize that nobody is free in this country? It is a socialist country, whether you want to believe it or not. I mean, are any of you guys homeowners? You are absolutely right on that. I'm going to bring you back here, and we'll answer your question here in moments. More with Al and your calls as well about anything. 800-259-9231. Aren't you happy to get searched? That's what's being a good American me. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up whatever you want. Saturday edition toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Don't you feel safe? That's my question to you after we just shared a story with you about how the U.S. Customs Border Patrol guys are now doing southbound searches at the southern border. So you'll get searched by them on your way out and your way back in. Doesn't that just warm your heart? 800-259-9231. Uh, that's the number here. You can also join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, uh, and those features include archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show... Perhaps you are only able to listen on your local radio station on Saturday nights. Well, we've got a whole weekday show thing that we do, and you can download the archives for going back for an entire year totally free on the front page of our website at freetalklive.com. Also, I want to tell you that Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. If you're frustrated with the lack of freedom where you live and are tired of the oppressive state intruding into your business and personal life, well, if you knew that thousands of liberty-loving people were all moving to the same place and getting active, would you join them? You can. Just join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. We go back to Al in Miami listening to WFTL. All right, Al, you had just had a barely enough time to get uh, get your point going, so I, want to make sure, I wanted to make sure you had enough time to continue. So go ahead. Al, are you still there? ...who let people uh, really say what they want to say. And I, I really appreciate you for that. Um, but no, you know, getting back to uh, this this myth that we're all free. You know, th- there's a rapper, an old school rapper by the name of KRS-One. He has this album called uh, Edutainment, mm-hmm. and one of the cuts is called The Racist. And and the, uh, there's a line in there that I, I'll never forget. He says, "If blacks and whites didn't argue the most, they could clearly see the government is screwing them both." 
like I said, I, I asked, I asked you, I asked you guys if you are homeowners for a reason. I am. I, okay. I, I challenge any conservative, so-called right conservative, who has finished paying their mortgage to stop paying the taxes on the land that that house is on and see if the government ends up with your house. Oh, yeah. They'll come and they'll steal your home from you. They'll steal your home, and then they'll kick you out into onto the pavement. Yep, it's just a... You understand what I'm saying? You know, there's no no such thing as free, and we need to to wake up from this. You know, I don't know what your position is on the health care bill, but, you know, we pay taxes when we die. You got to pay, you know, even though your house is paid off, if you don't pay the taxes on the land, they're going to take your house. You got to pay taxes from your paycheck no matter what. Right. That's I because mean, you're actually uh, slaves. Everyone in America right. is actually a slave. It's just that the plantation is a lot more subtle uh, than it was. You know, master doesn't stand over you holding a whip on, up on a horse anymore. Uh, they're in, you know, plush offices in Washington, D.C. or in your local uh, city capital area. That's Those are the masters of today. And you're absolutely right uh and, and i don't it, there is no freedom in america it's all just a, it's an illusion it's it's only comparative freedom you, the only thing that you can say about america is that well you can do some things here that you can't do on other uh, plantations that's pretty exactly. much it and, and and you know like i said you know all this fighting and this nonsense between the left and the right you know i'm i am i'm you know i'm surprised that you got that you actually see this you know, we're not well, wait a minute, wait anything. a minute. I, uh, you, you must be a first-time listener, right, Al? No, well, I, I just started listening recently, but sometimes I kind of get the notion that, you know, you guys bash Obama a little bit. And, and my whole thing is this. Here we, got a, here we got a president who's finally giving back something to the people or just trying to give it back, even, even if you don't need it, even if some people say it's, uh, it's BS. But at least he's trying to give you something back, you know. And, well, and, Al, and, 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 and we're still too ignorant to just take the gift and shut up. Al, Al, it's it's not a gift because you see, President Obama isn't giving you anything. He's taking from someone else and giving, uh, you know, to other people. He's redistributing. So that's but not see, that's a the gift. Whole myth. That's that's the whole myth that I'm trying to bust down on. You know, no one complains about. You know, we all know that you got to pay your taxes. Period. That's what drives. No, I don't know that. That's what gives us police. I don't even Hold think on, they're my. They? I don't even think they're my taxes, Al. Yeah, I don't pay well, as as many I think, taxes. I as, think that they are someone else's taxes. They force me to pay. I don't pay federal taxes. <laughs> and, I believe that the taxes are extortion from the man. And that's what I okay, think. Well, and I believe that. And, and, and that Al, man might be a cracker, and he might not, but he's the man. And Al, I'd like to I'd like to say that you know the only reason why Obama gets bashed is because he's the president right now. And uh, you know, had you listened to the show in two thousand eight, two thousand seven, two thousand six, you would have heard plenty of uh, you know Bush bashing going on here because I uh, don't think any presidents are good good guys or looking out for me or interested in anything that uh, that I'm interested in. These are people, these are men and uh, women, maybe eventually, that are interested in nothing more than power over others. And uh, well, Explain this to me. Hello? Yes, sir. I, I, we haven't jumped together here. Explain, explain this to me. All right, he added money to the GI Bill for the soldiers. He gave, he's get, you know, he, he approved an $8,000, you know, tax credit for first-time home buyers. Uh, you know, even though cash for clunkers is kind of a clunker, you know, he's still giving some incentive for people to buy cars to get the automotive industry going. I mean, it's not like the dude is just giving everybody the middle finger. Didn't George Bush get, write us all checks? No. I mean, come yes, on. Yes, he man. did. That, <laughs> George that, Bush gave us checks, for God's sakes. Us, he was he was helping us out by giving us checks. Yeah, the, the thing is, they, what they, they do is not, they... But if, you, but, if you, but if you were behind on your taxes, you wasn't going to get nothing. 
Okay. Well, if you didn't buy a car, you don't get nothing. If you do, if you don't join the army, you don't get nothing. Right. I don't but you, want but you can his join, stolen but you can money. Join this health care plan for free. But what I I don't know what it's going to turn into. Um, what they're proposing today sounds like uh, well you know the post office for for health insurance, which I'm not really interested in. If you well, think why that knock it before, but well, why knock it before giving it a chance? You because know what once I mean? because once a government program is entrenched, there's no way to get it out. Tell me a government program that has disappeared. Um, there's not one. I would have to. I, 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 you, I would okay, have to I'll give. I'll that. throw you one. There's that uh, t- cell phone tax they That's got just rid a tax, of. Not a program. The cell phone tax they got rid of recently <laughs> on uh, for the, that was uh, instituted for the war of uh, the Spanish American War. That doesn't answer war. your question. Your question was program, not tax. That's fine. There's the rural electrification board is about the thing that I could come up with, Al. But the fact is. It, they never go away. Bureaucrat, bureaucracies grow. They get more people in there that do right. nothing. And they suck at whatever it is that they well, try right. to Insurance do. Insurance companies suck. The government sucks worse. Okay, but, but my whole thing is this. Like I said, you know, you might not think he's giving it. He, you, you might think he's going to take from the rich and give to the poor, so to speak, Robin Hood. But, you know, a lot of, a lot of these, you know, multi-billion dollar companies, you know, they hide money overseas. And no one, no one beefs about that. I mean... I mean, why do you, I mean, we're not rich, you know, you're not rich, I'm not rich, but if we were trying to, you know, look for tax shelters and avoid paying taxes, you know, we would, we would be hung. But these, these, I, super, hey, Al, super, I haven't paid taxes for, I haven't paid taxes for half a decade. Right, we, we all pay, we, we're paying our share, but. No, you know, I'm not. No, I don't, first there of all, no share. I don't have a share because I never agreed to the terms. Secondly, I am not paying. I'm, I'm going to not pay as much as I can possibly not pay. I do have a cell phone, so, you know, they get me on that one, and, you know, I've got a couple internet I mean, connections. You get, you, get a, you get your check from the radio station, they got to take out taxes. No, no, I don't work for the radio station. I, I do my own show, and the radio stations pick my show up, so the stations aren't paying me anything. Um, okay, well, you're one of the lucky guys who knows how to work the system before a lot of people. No, it's not working the system. They'll throw me in, you know, they'll throw me in a jail cell if they want to throw me in a jail cell. I, I'm certain that what I'm doing probably breaks one of their myriad of laws, but I don't care. See, Al, uh, because I'm, I've had enough of this. I've had enough of being extracted. I've had enough of being threatened. I've had enough of being scared. And I'm just going to go ahead and live life as much as a free man as I possibly can, understanding that, you know, they can just come and throw me in a cage whenever they feel like it. And they can make whatever crap up they want to uh, to justify by their actions. I thank you for the call tonight. It's been a good conversation. More on the way here with your calls at 800-259-9231. At some point, you you know, I, I hope that you have this line, too. You just crossed that line in the sand where you've had enough. We're coming sick up. of being a slave. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area. Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Live, it's your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231, and it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. And those features include the bulletin board system with over 450,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about, from serious issues to fun stuff. You'll find it all at bbs.freetalklive.com. I've been taking a new vitamin. It's called Choose for Health's Superfruit Complex. It contains all the uh, the new 
fancy uh, fruits in it, the, the antioxidant-type fruits, goji fruit, mangosteen, acai, nani fruit. These are con- considered to be some of the, uh, by experts, to some of the most nutrient-rich foods in the world. And you can get a free week to try it out if you call 800-219-8874. It's 1-800-219-8874. All you have to do is pay for uh, shipping and handling. It's Choose for Health. All right, so I want to continue with the phone calls here, but just one more uh, comment toward Al there in Florida, which I thought was a great call. And we agreed with so much of, of what Al said, and then we had a few things that we, we disagreed with him on. But one of the, th- the things I thought was great about what he was saying was that he, he saw it pretty clear that there really isn't freedom in America. I mean, he, he has come to the conclusion, and it's correct, that property taxes are just evidence that you don't actually own your own home. That you may have thought that you owned your own home, but if you try to stop paying property taxes, you'll find out otherwise. So we uh, pointed out that that's really just another example of how we're all slaves today uh, to the government. I like and surf in that particular instance. When you're talking about property taxes, it's really a holdover from the, the land, feudalism. the lord, yeah, uh, in feudalism and all that, that kind of thing. Uh, well, the other taxes make you a slave then. You, you paid tribute to uh, you know, the lord as a vassal, and that's really what's going on. It's, it's, a, it, it's a pretty subtle distinction, but nonetheless. Uh, and, and so he, he, came to, he agreed with that conclusion, though. But then he went on to talk about how he thought that, well... Obama's a better master than uh, you know some of the other masters have been because he's giving some of the other slaves some uh, you know some nice things. Uh, the soldiers are getting things from Obama, and he listed off a couple of different things that he thought uh, was good. But my problem comes in with the slavery and the serfdom. I'm I'm not concerned with what uh, benefits master hands out to uh, some of the other slaves. Right, I, and they, let's remember that these slaves have uh, they've decided to do things for the master in the in the process. If you want to join if joining the military, you've agreed to become the master's paid killer, mm-hmm. um, and that's what you're doing. So if, you know if, if master has to incentivize a little more th- a little a little heavier in order to get somebody to join our all volunteer army, if you think it's all volunteer. Volunteer to leave. Um, <laughs> you know, once once you've signed that little contract, volunteer to leave. But uh, nonetheless, and then you know the the education you know amounts that they're giving out. Well, these are the 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 money is going to state run institutions. I mean, it's it's no surprise there. The toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. So I focus at the root of the issue, the root of the problem, which is coercion, the avocation of force against peaceful people. And in order to pay those military men, whatever it is he's going to pay them, in order to uh, to pr- promote the health care platform, the government-run health care thing, he's going to have to extract money by force from people who otherwise might decide to spend that money in a different way. Like me, for instance. I'm not interested in paying for military members to go over and kill people around the world. Just not interested in that. So I don't want to pay for that. And I don't appreciate being forced to. As a matter of fact, Obama increased the taxes on uh, certain types of tobacco recently. I was a cigar smoker. I've quit completely smoking cigars for that very reason. Because I don't want the money that's uh, you know being being taken forcibly from these tobacco companies when I decide to, to purchase. I don't want that money uh, going to the United States government so that they can use it to kill people. Let's go to your calls. Judy is on the line. Ladies first, listening to WFTL in Florida. Hello, Judy. Hi, good evening, gentlemen. How are you tonight? Great, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Well, I was just driving, so I happened to turn this on. I'm not a listener, but um, I had some comments on some of the things you're talking about. Okay. Well, I I sort of disagree with a lot of the things you're saying because, um, you know, you're living in a society, you're driving a road, 
Mm-hmm. You don't have to own a house. You don't have. You could move out of Florida, find a, a rural place. I don't and, live in Florida. Tent and, and grow your own food. I mean, there's a lot of options, and I'm sure you've traveled, but if you've been to certain countries that are not as fortunate as Americans, who would love to be here, obviously, they're climbing over borders and swimming rivers and... Judy, why don't you just tell me to... to be here. Why don't you just tell me if you don't love this country to leave it? No, because you're free to make the choice. I'm free to do what? You're free to live any way you want to. You can I'm leave really the country not. if you choose to. I, well, you, I, you've, you've pointed out some interesting points. However, we did point we did point out that property taxes make it so that you're not free to well, live. Well, you don't have to own a house. Well, you just said, how am I going to? Where am I going to live? I'm sure you could find a place that you could set up a tent and grow your food and maybe create clothing. You think that I can of, live you know, on some land and not pay or... taxes on that land? Somebody would let you live there. There's a lot of hippies that manage to get away with that and live the way they choose. But the point is, you're free to choose that. You're free Sorry, not to Take vote. your baby you're and your wife, Mark. Use... Right. I'm going to take my baby and my wife, and we're going to live in a tent, um, and we're not going to live on a piece <laughs> of land. Judy, what are you proposing here? What I'm proposing is if you don't want to pay for it, because taxes are what you're paying for for your baby to go to school. Oh, okay. I see the confusion. My baby doesn't go to school. Wait, I see the confusion here, Judy. Let me jump in uh, real quick. Okay. It's yeah, not sure. that I don't want to pay for roads. I'm all in favor of paying for the products and services that I use, okay? I'm not a free rider. It's what I disagree with that I don't want to pay for. I don't want to pay for people getting killed around the world. I don't want to pay for a government indoctrination system called a government school. I'm not interested in those products and those well, services. Well, you don't have to. The point is there yes, are Yes, I do that... have to, because if I want to live in the life that I'm living, where I live in my nice home that I've worked very hard to, uh, to have for myself. But the government didn't build, and so therefore right. they don't have the right to tax you on it. I'd like to point this out, Judy, is that the land that I own, um, uh, currently, well, I, I say own, really, the government owns it, and I rented from them. Um, the land that I have and I put a house on, they raised the taxes. They didn't, no, they didn't send any government bureaucrats out to help me build that house. They cut your wood last year, didn't they? They, 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 they didn't send anybody out to, to, to cut the wood. They do, they do nothing. But they raised the taxes even though all I'm doing is living there. Well, I can say I hear your point, you know, and I, I'm from Hawaii, and mm-hmm. I, I, they're trying to su- succeed and make a nation within a nation. So it's, you know, you know, it's like, so what are they going to do? Um, you know, run the hotels? Or, you know, it's like somewhere you're living huh? in a society. You don't think the Hawaiians can run those hotels? They are running no. those hotels, Judy. The government's not running the Hawaiian hotels. What the are you talking about? The federal government does nothing for the Hawaiian citizen, uh, the, the Hawaiian natives. I understand that. They want you. They want the howlies they, out of there. Okay, well, anyway, what I'm trying to tell you, in my opinion, and mm-hmm. I respect what you're saying, and I own a lot of property, and I hate paying taxes, and I agree with everything you're saying, but you have a bit, you know, this is the way it's working, that That's we right. live in a society, and you have to contribute to get, you know, the roads don't make themselves, they don't repair themselves. Well, Judy, you know, maybe- sure they don't. Absolutely. But we don't know how the roads would make themselves. And, and they're a very valuable service, so I'm sure they would in a society where they weren't coercively uh, paved. And I don't think the roads is the primary issue here. We're not well, complaining about, about roads. Hospital. I mean, have you ever been sick and you need to go to a hospital? They don't turn you down. Uh, well, there, you there, are, there are plenty of private hospitals in this country, but they've made the regulations so high that essentially now they have to be run but through taxes. there are taxes. plenty of hospitals that are, you know, pe- people can go to. And look, I, I hear what you're saying. You know, my bills are going up to I pay property taxes and I hate it uh, you know do you, do you think the government is more or less efficient than the free market Judy 
the government is, let's, let me say, hear that again. Is Do you the think that the government, in running something, say a hospital, um, is more or less efficient than, say, a business at running something? Well, I don't say that businesses are necessarily efficient. I mean, look what they, they ran, the um, all the banking systems, all the stuff that's been going down the past year. Well, I can see you the know, confusion the there. However, the reason there's such a big mortgage problem is the banks weren't supervised. And well, they I don't were, know about you, but no, I had a lot of mortgage They were pretty were thoroughly really supervised. Funky. The banks are actually a franchise of the Federal Reserve System. They, 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 when they loan money, they don't have that money on hand. They get it from the central bank. And that's a very confusing process. So you're gonna, you need to come up with another example besides banks. Banks they, are essentially an extension of the, the federal government. They, that's all they are. Okay, and then I'm going into the cars. I mean, look, all I'm saying is, and I don't want to stay on your phone all night with you guys, and look, I hear you, what you're saying, but, you know, at some point, you know, I, if you've been to foreign countries, which I'm sure you have. That's right. And this, I have this plantation is better than the other plantations. That's all you're saying is, you're saying you hate paying taxes, but, but they're darn making it, it worse. This get, the government here is getting more interested. But it's still the best plantation in the world. Judy, thank you. Yes, I've been to plenty of other countries. Thank you, Judy. Yes, I have. Appreciate it. Uh, more on the way here. We'll talk to you about whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. Well, uh, as usual here, Mark, uh, when we talk about being free and how this is you know, really just kind of a, a slave surf world that we're living in where everybody just lives on uh, big plantations and there's some freedom to cross from one plantation to another, but ultimately, Massa owns you and your property, and you'll do as he says, he or she or they or they whoever really they are. They don't really own you as much as they own uh, your property and your labor. If you decide you want to work, then, um, you know, in order to take care of your family and support them, That's true. then they're going to extract, mm, it, it's hard to say, about 50%, maybe up to 75% true. of your wealth. They don't own you if you go out and live in the middle of the woods, right. as she was suggesting Like Judy was earlier. suggesting, if you went, went and lived in a teepee, Maybe you can find somebody who would let you uh, put that teepee up for free on your land. However, they're still paying taxes on that land to somebody. So I don't know that that really matters if, I mean, you know, living free on a piece of land. But anytime the slaves, uh, you and I, Mark, start complaining about things and talking about how much better things would be without all this coercion, this uh, government that we have today, inevitably people will uh, will call in to say, well, you guys just don't know how good you have it here. Haven't you been to other countries? I've been to Those- Greece and Haiti, and they both were crap. Those other places are way worse than here, and that's a true statement. of other statement. places. Those are just some of the two, two worst and, that I was in. But that's a true statement. Yes, there are many places around the world that are worse off uh, than here. Does that mean we shouldn't argue for freedom here? We shouldn't stand for freedom in our country in the land of the free, which is becoming less and less free all the time. Yeah. Now, certainly there are, uh, you know, there have been some instances of increased freedom here in the United States. Uh, you know, Indians have a heck of a lot better than they used to. Uh, Orientals is what they used to call them. Asian people have it a heck of a lot better than they used to. Black people have it a heck of a lot better than they used to. But by and large, the citizenry as a whole, not that it, um, you know, now that now there's the government's a bit more colorblind than it used to be, but yeah. the citizenry as a whole is having its its wealth and its work and its labor extracted from it by be- force. 
you can't call that freedom. And that's the issue. It's the force that's the issue. It's not the roads. I have no objection right. to... Who, we don't have, don't have a problem with paved ground. Well, I have a problem with how poorly the, the government does uh, at paving that ground. I think the, it could be done a lot better. It could be done a lot cheaper. Uh, and I think that the marketplace could do all those things better. But that's, that's an aside. You know, if all I had to do was pay for the roads and... Yeah. Here, I'll give you, I'll give you the, the roads, the courts, and the cops. Now, you give me back my, uh, the rest of my freedom. I'd be willing to make that trade. However, like that's not where to... the government goes away. Yeah. Um, the, gov- you know, the government have, has a tendency to grow. For instance, you see now law enforcement uh, is in areas that they shouldn't be at all, like, well, enforcing Drugs. the drug war and right. gambling and, and you know, deciding whether or not certain people should have guns or not have guns, which guns they can have. Uh, you know, they, they grow. The government is all about mission creep. And the issue is I can't choose. I don't have that freedom. And that's the fundamental freedom that I'd like to have. I'd like to have the ability to choose and say, no, that's uh, not something I agree with, so therefore I'm not going to pay for it. I don't have to pay for your church if I don't agree with your church's particular religious viewpoint. I don't have that's to pay. That's a really, really great point, and I'd like to stop you there. Yeah. I want you to think back. Um, I was just reading a history of the Quakers in New England, and the Puritans were killing Quakers in the 1650s. You came to uh, uh, um, Massachusetts, and you said the word thee or thine, and you were going to die. That's how they do it. Hmm. They kill them. So um, this was being done all over the world. Basically, if your religion uh, religion was attached to geography, and if they disagreed with your religious practice geographically, uh, you know you were you were in big trouble. Now religion isn't geographically nailed down in this country. I can be a Quaker and live in New England, and I'm not going to die. And I am a Quaker living in New England, and I'm not dying. And there's, you don't see that much uh, problem um, with geography and, and religion any longer. However, government is still tied to geography. What would happen in a world where government wasn't tied to geography, where I could have a certain governing system, and you could have a different one, Ian. Well, too radical, Mark. Too radical. But Let's maybe that would have been. I'm sure the Puritans felt that way yeah. as they were setting Quakers on fire. Let's go to your calls. Mike is listening to KGEZ in Montana. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Ye by your liege, my lord. <laughs> What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I just um, <laughs> we're going back to serfdom. Yeah. You know? Well, did we ever yeah. leave serfdom? You know, sometimes. You know, you you and I will always disagree on a lot of things, but sometimes you got to talk to people, and the first thing you say is, now, did you take the red pill or the blue pill? <laughs> you know, because, you know, that woman could be a, a, a great woman, hard worker, own a small business, you know, sure. just watches too much Fox News. Or she could be a state employee, which she kind of sounded like, you know. These government employees... I mean, they're hook, line, and sinker. I mean, they, they swim in that pond, and they eat you, you know. And yeah. they're, they're, it'd be a, they pay taxes on the money they receive um, from the taxpayers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, and here's another thing for you. Did you know that the largest group of property taxpayers in the United States is the small property owners. Did you know that? No, it makes sense. I mean, it seems like, uh, you know. Far- farmers are subsidized. Yeah. Um, Ted Turner puts half his property in Nature Conservancy. It's a big write-off, and he, he's one of the biggest landowners out here in the West. Um, um, most of your homesteaders, um, because of whatever reason, whether it's political or it's just nice of the 
of the of the levies that they that they uh, throw on everybody. But uh, the homesteaders they still pay the same taxes they paid back in eighteen ninety nineteen ten. You know, um, some of my neighbors, great people, but uh, you know they got uh, twelve fifteen thousand acres and they pay two hundred bucks a year. So what is a I homesteader? Got ten, I got ten acres and I pay four grand a year. It's a Western I mean, thing, I think. It's a, it's a homesteader's a Western thing. Right. Yeah. Is yeah. it what is so, it King's Deed? So, the people that have had this in their family, the, I mean, what is it? Yeah. Well, it's it's just that you know large tracts of land, ranches and farms and stuff like that. They're not your big taxpayers. I mean, you look at these people who got ten, twelve thousand acres. It doesn't mean they're paying you know um, five hundred bucks an acre like I am. Sure. You know. It, yeah. You know, or eight hundred bucks, whatever it is. Don't forget the so, churches. Um, you know, the Catholic Church is the largest land-owning body in the world. Um, the churches don't have to pay taxes at all. Right. So, so the point is, is that it's the small guy, the little guy, the little serf that is paying for the big kingdom. You know, he's paying with his blood over in Iraq or Vietnam. Be. Yeah. Well, you know, it, what happens? You get a government employee, okay, whether it's a mayor, a, um, a county health inspector, or whatever, you know. And they get this money through the government. Man, they are the biggest evangelists sure they are. Uh, for taxes. You know, and so what you got is a system in which now forty percent of the people are employed by the government, mm. and the rest of us are getting contracts um, from the state and the city to build things or highways or whatever. So if you really think about it, we are a communist, pseudo-communist nation. Absolutely, in which we we're paying into the collective. Uh, most people out here are think that they're working for themselves, but they're selling to the city, selling to the state, selling to the feds. I mean, the uh, the whole thing about uh, the woman said about the automobiles, GM, uh, biggest suppliers to the military. The only thing that kept them afloat was Vietnam and all the brush fire wars and the Cold War and then uh, Iraq 1 and Iraq 2. And, and the bailouts. Yeah. Right. And let's yeah. not forget that there's plenty of auto manufacturers here, right here in the United States, that are doing just fine. Honda, Toyota, uh, BMW, all of them. They, they didn't need bailouts from the United States. Yeah, it's... they don't get big, you know, government uh, contracts. You know. So what I'm saying is, is a lot of people have taken the red pill. You know, and and, and then the other people have taken the blue pill. And what you guys, you got two different paradigms. They, they they can't even fathom that if you refuse to pay your your taxes on your property, you get 25 guys in black uniforms kicking you out the door. You know? They, you, don't, you don't think they believe that that would happen or something? They don't realize that? I don't think they do. I, I do not think they do because they, they obviously don't understand that, that they're, they're living in a system that, yes, you know, we've got to have police because there's a bunch of evil people out there. We've got to have courts because we've got to process those evil people. We've got, we got, you know... What happened was, way back in the 30s, when they were trying to fight Al Capone and them guys, right, is that there was so much corruption in local politics and local law enforcement that they couldn't nail Capone, all right? So what they did is they had Elliot Ness and some, you know, little government agency collecting taxes on alcohol, and they said, okay, well, you go after the length of their rifles or pistols. You know, if they got a barrel that's this long, you bust them, you know? So they started creating these federal laws. The ATF was born out of that. Or, or the drug wars, what happens is instead of the local law enforcement, city, county, whatever, you know, nailing these drug dealers for extortion or bribery or, or whatever, they have to create new laws, drug possession, this and that, to bust these criminals. And so what happened is because people are immoral and out to get everybody and they hate cops, they hate authority, they hate you, they hate their neighbors, what's happened is we live in a mess, a geographical mess. And the only way out of this is uh, states' rights. 
I, I, I generally agree with what you're saying, and I thank you for the call tonight. Hour number two is on the way. I think the way out of it is uh, to declare independence, the hell with uh, the federal government, and let's get as many liberty-oriented people together in the same place so we can have a, a very positive, freedom-oriented mindset all in the same geographic region. Attention, all active-duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet! And get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We're going to start things out here by going right into your phone calls. That is the point of the show. So we'll go to Andrew in Massachusetts. Andrew, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey there. Hi, Ian and Mark. Hey, what's on I your mind tonight? I want to start the call off with um, a quote from uh, a band by the name of Helmet, and they have a lyric that goes, Inability remains protected. The company I keep won't let me ever be rejected. And I don't know if they intended that to uh, be a reference to government, but I think it certainly could be. Yeah, you don't see um, people getting fired from the government too often for being incompetent or poor customer service or anything like that. The real reason I called is I have an idea for a not-for-profit, and I'm wondering if I should try to uh, seek, quote-unquote, permission from the government uh, for a variety of reasons. Um, the not-for-profit is going to be dedicated to regenerating limbs and humans. Hmm, okay. And um, I do believe that that is a possibility, and I think somewhere along the evolutionary line, we lost that ability, like a salamander or a starfish. Uh, there was a doctor by the name of Robert O. Becker who found a way to um, stimulate that ability. Uh, the process is called silver ion topheresis, and it basically uses silver ion and microcurrent to regenerate limbs. And he was very close to um, having this research available, but he got blackballed in the medical community, as hmm. we see so often with people on the verge of medical breakthroughs. Um, that's just one of the many things I want to test out with my not-for-profit. So, so why do you think that, uh, what, what, what is, I mean, if you've been drawing a list up of things as far as reasons why to go with a not-for-profit through the government or to just do it on your own, what, what are you seeing as far as benefits, uh, weighing the benefits and the, ne- the negatives? Well, a lot of people are still in the system paying taxes, and they're going to want a tax break on the charitable donation that they make. That's the yep. biggest reason for having the not-for-profit. Yeah. I, yeah, I totally see where you're. I totally see where you're coming from there. If you feel like you're going to get more donations by being a not-for-profit registered with the uh, the government, then that's you know that's the road you'll have to go down. But I am worried about if I am a not-for-profit. Um, you know, will the government be looking at what I'm doing? Uh, have more scrutiny on the not-for-profit and the different 
tests that I might be doing, and there's pharmaceutical interests that might not be too keen on having a not-for-profit revealing these um, this technology at a fraction of the cost that they can provide it at. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much on the radar you're going to be or what liability being a not-for-profit registered with the government would open you up to. I've never looked into it uh, myself. I Obviously, uh, I, I can't speak from any experience. Mark, do you know anything about it? I'll, I, I, you know, it, it seems like sometimes people say that they their little foundation can't support Free Talk Live unless it's a not-for-profit. So I can see the, the advantages sometimes, but I'm not going to go through whatever work it takes to be a 501c3. There's applications and a $700 fee or something like that. There's a fee and application process, paperwork, and, you know, then they have to approve you. So some IRS bureaucrat will be looking at your application and will decide whether or not you get it or not. I'm not too keen on using the force of the government for protection, but I also, I think um, I might be personally liable if someone were to say that, you know, my not-for-profit somehow caused someone harm. You know, I could be putting myself at great risk at the same time. If you didn't have the uh, the corporation or the corporate status? The protection of the not-for-profit corporation. Yeah. Yeah, I see where you're coming from, and if that's what you have to do to make your uh, dream a reality, then you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah, I don't have any problem with uh, um, you know using the in this litigious society where uh, essentially they beat you up before you ever get to court, and people are of the opinion uh, that that companies somehow rake in huge amounts of money, and uh, so you know they they're they're always on the side of the individual in those circumstances. I don't have any real problem with you insulating yourself from uh, a certain level of protection. Good luck, Andrew. Thanks for the call tonight. Let's talk to. Chris. Craig in Kentucky. Craig, you're on Free Talk Live. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, this is economic terrorism. What is? Exactly. Wait, what, what, what is this, economic this, terrorism? This system is economic terrorism. If you don't agree with it, then they say that uh, you're not a good American or that you don't want your uh, neighbors to be successful or you don't want education for the children. Or you don't want roads. Sure. Or yeah, that, that, that's the problem, and um, this is just as deadly. The end result will be just as deadly in this country, and uh, uh, we're it's coming down to survival. And uh, it's not about race, it's not about class, or um, you know uh, what you are. It's just about survival. And uh, but you've got a great program, and. Uh, I appreciate you letting uh, letting me comment. What? Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. It is terrorism, what the government does. They fit the definition. Go ahead. Look it up. Go to the dictionary and look up what terrorism is. Don't just don't just listen to them spouting off some politician behind a podium somewhere saying, "Well, we got to catch the terrorists because they're going to hurt you and they're going to they're going to bomb you." And terrorists are Muslims and terrorists are Islamic and they're going to bomb people and kill and b- terrorism evil. Well, terrorism is evil, but what they're ignoring here is that uh, someone who is a terrorist is a person, usually a member of a group who uses or advocates terrorism, a person who terrorizes or frightens others. And uh, yeah. I guess ter- ask yourself how you'd feel how you feel about the idea of not paying taxes. That was the definition of terrorist. Terrorism is this is what I wanted: the use of violence and threats to intimidate or coerce, especially for political purposes. Definition number one in uh, dictionary.com: the use of violence and threats. If you don't pay, you're going into the cage. That's what we were talking about last hour. If you don't pay property taxes, they might not put you in a cage, but they will kick you out of your home. 
If you don't pay the federal income taxes, well, maybe you'll get away with it for a while. Maybe they'll decide to target you. Maybe they won't. But you know there is that chance that those men with guns will come and put you in a cage. Oh, you want to smoke that joint as you're walking down the street? Well, you might just get put in a cage if men with the, you know, the men in the uniforms and the guns see you doing it. So the use of violence and threats to intimidate or coerce, especially for political purposes. That's all the U.S. government does. It doesn't know anything else besides terrorism. It doesn't, it doesn't use persuasion. The government people don't have to use persuasion. Well, they're trying to persuade right now, say, for instance, uh, you know, with this getting this health care thing through. Um, they could very well have a revolution on their hands if they just rammed this thing straight through. Um, and, but they're, so they're trying to do a certain level of persuasion. But look what they're doing in the process. People who disagree are Nazis um, and uh, the, the 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 lies that they're telling. Well, this this won't. You'll be able to have whatever doctor you want. No, you won't. The doctor you wanted will likely have to go work for the uh, the, the, the you know the government's uh, uh, you know insurance company. He'll be part of the government's HMO, so he'll be in a group, and you won't be able to deal with him in the same manner that you did did deal with him. So the relationship will change, or your doctor will become one of these premium service providers and he'll become too expensive for you. <laughs> if the government gets into healthcare as it proposes to. It's going to change the whole ball game, and you're not going to have the same scenario as you have now. It's just a bunch of lies. And I don't want the same scenario I have now. I'd like to point no, out the scenario I want the impossible solution, awful. which is to get the government completely out of health care, 100%. Get the terrorists out of uh, health care, yep. 100%. Let's continue with your calls and go to, I believe we have Greg in Florida listening to WFLA. Hey, Greg. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Greg, you're on with Mark and Ian. What's on your mind tonight? Yeah. You was uh, last week. You were talking about the Afghanistan proposition over there. Yes, sir. And uh, I had called, but we didn't have enough time. I told you I'd call you back. Here you are. And so I want to tell you a little bit about that. I don't know if you know the history on uh, all this stuff in Afghanistan, where they talk about Al Qaeda. We have to go over there and get Al Qaeda. There is no more Al Qaeda. Number one, when the Russians were the Soviet Union was come in and invaded Afghanistan, they were fighting the Afghanis. The CIA, the U.S. government, went over there and created this group and trained them, and they, they were called al-Qaeda. They sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Now they have become the Taliban, the same group. Well, um, the the, the Al Qaeda that was there, but then Al Qaeda sort of split off and splintered, and then Al the the local people, uh, Mujahideen, isn't it? Uh, that that's what became uh, the Taliban. Well, that is the Al Qaeda group. Well, the Mujahideen is not Al Qaeda, as in the same way that Hamas is not Al Qaeda. These groups have all their little things. It's it's like the it's like the Ku Klux Klan and the neo Nazis and the you know the white power guys. There's all different little groups, and they each have their own little thing. But he's right to say that uh, Al Qaeda was created by the United States federal government, and it was armed by the United States federal government. I know if you have more, we'll bring it back here in moments, Greg. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. It is the Saturday edition, and tonight it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us, including our Facebook profile. You can go and become a fan uh, over at facebook.freetalklive.com. That'll get you right to the profile, Facebook. 
www.freetalklive.com. Now, audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. You can listen whenever and wherever you want, just like a podcast. They've got over 60,000 titles to choose from at Audible, and in every genre, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up today. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash FTL to get yours right now. That's audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. As we go back to Greg in Florida listening to WFLA, Greg, you were uh, giving us a little history uh lesson here that uh, and mark you and i had already heard this before but most americans i don't think uh, understand this because most americans first of all don't pay close attention uh, to history and they certainly don't pay close attention to the news so when the government says we got to go after al-qaeda evil terrorist group they don't understand that it was the government of the united states that created that group in the first place back in the, the, the early 80s right right did you want to share some more with us, uh, Greg, that we might have missed? Yeah, or? I do. There was another uh, thing I wanted to mention, too, was this freedom stuff that these people keep talking about. You know, our slave masters up there in Washington, D.C., and that's all they are is a bunch of slave masters. They can't do anything unless they do it by terror. They that's have true. no power. That's where they get their power from. They got the power, and they're holding that power as long as they can. And people need to wake up. And if he gets this, uh, 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 I think if he gets this uh, health reform done that he talks about, as he's calling a health reform, government takeover, we are going to be a dictatorship country in no time at all. Well, we and certainly we will been... have a problem if we don't get our freedom back. We don't fight for our freedom. When they come to get my gun, they're going to have something to do because they're not going to just take my gun. They're going to have to take me too. Out. Take me out, because I'm not giving up my guns. Well, rest assured, they will do that. Thank you, Greg, for the call tonight. Well, sure. I, I certainly appreciate it. 800-259-9231. I, I used to have that uh, attitude in the past. So I'm very familiar with it, and I understand where, where Greg is, is coming from on that. You know, and I'm I'm not a against uh, the, the entirely against the attitude, but if for me it's not the right place to be to stay peaceful. It is difficult for me to, to stay do, peaceful. To t- stay peaceful, yeah. It's not the right place to be. Right to stay peaceful. Correct. Okay. It's 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 difficult for me to do six nights a week a radio show mm-hmm. where um, we complain about what the government does because it's very easy to complain about when you believe in liberty uh, what, about what the government does and you, your solution if your solution to that problem is the uh, you know so, uh, force violence against the violence that the the government is propose you know proposes to use against you it it's it's extraordinarily stressful on a human and i just don't want to live in that kind of stress so i've decided that violence isn't a solution for me um I also am of the opinion that you can't fight a land war in the United States of America because there are 300 million guns here in the hands of 300 million people. And I think that's a good thing. So I like guns. I just don't like violence, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. And I also feel as though that when you resist something, it persists. So, And I think there's a lot of evidence to support that statement. And so I've tried to move away my rhetoric from the fighting rhetoric, which is so commonly found in the political world, because that's what politics is, right? Uh, at some level, it's about fighting with other groups, other interest groups, to try to uh, gain control of the co- the coercive apparatus of the state, the, t- the group of terrorists, uh, so you can wheel the terrorism in the direction that you think is appropriate. 
appropriate. So you can try to mold society in a very violent fashion uh, to the way that you think is best. Of course, we see that all that always results in unintended consequences. The war on drugs is a, a, is a perfect example of that, how the uh, intention was to stop the drugs and stop people from using drugs. And, well... It's pretty obvious that they haven't even come close to succeeding. In fact, the drug problem has gotten worse uh, since uh, since the war on drugs. So there, uh, there are unintended, unintended consequences there. But nonetheless, people continue to fight over that uh, apparatus of government so they can try to control others, which, of course, is a, a futile thing to do. But they haven't figured that out quite yet because they're so busy being angry at the other people. As uh, someone was talking about earlier, people are so blinded by the, the left-right paradigm, the red team, blue team mentality that they don't see what's really going on. And what's really going on is they're all being uh, taken advantage of by the people in the, in the seats of power. And so I, I don't feel like fighting anymore. I used to, you know, I used to go and work for the Libertarian Party and, you know, fight to get someone on the ballot and then fight to win the election and then, you know, fight the new tax that they were proposing and fight this and fight that. And it never ends. I mean, I was looking at the the Campaign for Liberty letter that they sent out because I gave some money to the Ron Paul campaign back in 2008. And uh, I guess they launched this organization called the Campaign for Liberty after Ron Paul's campaign was done and they funneled the money into that. And my address was still on their list so they started sending me these uh recruiting letters trying to get me to send them some money at the campaign for liberty and it's the same it's the same old political stuff i mean whether it's from your democrat party or your republican party or the campaign for liberty or whoever it is that's sending you the political you know how they they always have the 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 paragraphs and then they'll have the fake handwriting in there to make it look like the person (laughs) had actually written something to you as though they added a few thoughts and then at the very end it's signed and but throughout it, the terms are there. Fight, battles, fight, battle, battle, fight. It's all in there, and it's just, ugh. It, it, that doesn't do anything for me anymore because I, I don't want to fight. I don't think we should have to fight to gain freedom. In fact, the history uh, sh- shows that the more fighting you do, the less free it seems that you are. If you fight your way to freedom, all you end up with is a new dictator in charge. You end up with whoever wins the fight in charge of you. And if it happens to be you, well, then you get to be in charge for a little while until somebody takes you out, and then it's their turn to rule. So I think if we want to achieve freedom, and I do, and I think it's possible, then I think that we have to just give up on fighting, and I think that we just have to, to, to live free. I think we have to choose to be free. And I think that means there will be consequences. That means that people will be carted off and put into cages and things like that. But if enough people get together and choose to live free, there's nothing they can do. They don't have that many cages. They don't have that many men in uniforms carrying guns. And some people, and I love this point that Dale, uh, one of our co-hosts during the week, makes over on his blog at anarchyinyourhead.com, talking about how when he hears people saying that, well, the thing is, they have more guns than we do. Well, first of all, that's not true. The average people have more guns than the government people do, but that doesn't stop the government people from intimidating everybody. Sure, I, I remember the scene from a movie, and I have no idea what movie. It may, may have been a television show. I don't know. I just remember the scene where they, these guys are on a ski lift, and they're pointing weapons at each other. One of them is pointing a, a huge, giant bazooka laws rocket thing at the other guy, and the other guy's just pointing like a thirty-eight at, mm-hmm. at the guy. And he's like, it doesn't matter which one of us shoots. We're both going to die. It, it, and it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether you're propelling a giant ballistic... Uh, uh, you know, weapon or whether you've just got a 38. They all kill people. 
So the point that they've got more guns uh, doesn't mean anything. If, if you were to use your gun to try to achieve freedom, to try to defeat the government people, you would just have lowered yourself to their level. They're the ones who are willing to hurt you to get their way. Don't be like them. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. If enough people were to just non-cooperate, were to just not go along with their demands anymore, they couldn't get us all. More on the way. You can take control and bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation. Well, now we've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some very special rates on some of my favorite gold and silver pieces. I love the British Sovereign. It's about a quarter ounce, which is usable for a gold coin. They tend to be older and thus are numismatic and untracked by the government. They have the 100-year-old wow factor for the layman and are easily storable for emergencies. You can get them for only $266. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold. FreeTalkLive.com. The shipping is the same as it is for one coin as it is for 20. So try to get as many as you can at once. 877-857-9938. Gold.FreeTalkLive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up whatever you want. The Saturday edition of the program tonight. It's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features there, and we give them all to you, including the Shrine of Female listeners, dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo or video proving they listen to the show. See them at shrine.freetalklive.com. And if you're a lady listener, you can become a Shriner. Get all the details at shrine.freetalklive.com. I've been taking a new vitamin recently. It's uh, chewable, which always makes me feel better about my vitamins because that way you know they're, they're getting fully digested. It's uh, it's a vitamin and an antioxidant all at one. It contains goji fruit, mangosteen, acai, nani fruit, and these are all very popular uh, antioxidants these days. It's called Choose for Health Superfruit Complex, and if you call right now, you can get a free week by calling 800-219-8874. It's a free week of the uh, Choose for Health. Is all you have to do is pay for shipping and handling. 800-219-8874. It's a great way to try out this great new product. All right. We're going to continue here taking your calls about anything. We go to Josh listening to WFTL in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Josh. Hey. How you guys doing? Super. What's on your mind tonight? Well, first, I want to say I'm a first-time caller, first-time listener. Welcome, sir. But, um, there's a couple things I agree with you guys about, a couple things I don't agree with you guys about. I'll bet. Um, <laughs> but to start off, the last call, I believe his name was Greg from Florida. Yes. Um, he mentioned that America put in uh, put Al Qaeda over there, and that that's a true fact. What he failed to mention was why we put them over there, why we trained them, why we armed them. The and that's because the Soviet Union was actually uh, attacking them and in the process of taking over the country. And um, you know, in hindsight, we should have let them do it because we wouldn't be in the conflict now. But in hindsight, maybe they should have been allowed to, uh, you know, go about their own business because, well, that's what the intention of the Founding Fathers was. In the hindsight, you know, if we wouldn't have gotten into World War II, then the Nazis and the, the communists... World War II? World War II. The Nazis and the communists would have battled it out and weakened both of their positions to the point that, well, they probably wouldn't have been near the problem that they were. Hindsight, if we hadn't got into World War One, we wouldn't have had the Nazis in the first place. And like, it is quite possible the Bolshevik Revolution wouldn't have occurred, but that, that gets to be real really esoteric and very difficult to explain on the air in a few minutes. In hindsight, there's a lot of unintended consequences oh, well, to a lot absolutely. of things that we do. Absolutely. But I was just, you know, he mentioned the fact that we did put him over there. I just wanted to add on yeah. to what he mentioned, because I, I don't know if he forgot or if he just failed to mention it. But either way, we got that out the way. Um, what else? But you guys also said that you don't 
want to support the troops overseas because they're paid killers. Yes. What, what, what do you think they're paid to do? Um, well, they do have to kill if that comes in. I mean, I, I myself they, am a veteran, so... They also you know, give they, candy they, to children. Excuse me one more time? I said they also give candy to children, right? They're great guys. Absolutely, as long as the children don't have bombs strapped to their backs. I mean... Sometimes I saw a YouTube video where one of the soldiers was throwing a puppy out of the back of a, uh, a moving <laughs> jeep. Oh, I didn't see that one. If you had the link to it, you could email it to me so we can discuss that. But, we don't um, need to discuss it. People kill dogs. Uh, it doesn't really matter. The The thing is, is that I don't want to have to pay those guys um, in order to do what their violence is. You don't want to have to pay them to stop them from coming over here and taking over our country. I'm also. sorry. Who took over, who's taking over which country? Well, no one's coming over here. You're damn right they're not. The We've soldiers. got 270 million guns in this country, and they come over here, they're going to get a, fist, a face full of lead. They're not, we don't need well, the military that's over not there. What happened when they took out the twin towers? Which, I mean. Okay, now uh, why do you think they took out the twin towers? Because they're fanatical radicals. Maybe I mean, they're fanatical radicals because the United States military is propping up a kingdom over there where that that they want to overthrow. Maybe the United States military is dropping bombs on people and has been for the past who knows how many years uh, over throughout the Middle several, East. Maybe if we left them alone, they wouldn't have come over here and flown planes. Well, when you say the, we, you mean the United, United States, States federal government. We paid them. Ian, you and I were paying taxes at that time. That's that's true. It wasn't my fault. I mean, you got in, in theory, it sounds great not to pay taxes. I mean, I would love not to pay taxes, but there's certain things that I mean. There's certain things you're willing to. There's certain things you're willing to throw me in prison for, right? I'm sorry. What's that? There's certain things you're willing to throw me in prison for, though, right? No, no, no. I'm saying I would love to not pay taxes. I, that sounds awesome in theory, but it's just not practical. I mean, if no one paid taxes, you know, who's going to pay the, the police officers? Who's going to pay firefighters? Who's going to pay? To get the roads taken. Well, wait a minute. Well, slow, to, slow down. Slow down. Slow down. I'd love to trade you uh, cops, courts, and roads for everything else the government does, and then our taxes would be about oh two percent of what we work for. Well, I'd like to point out here is that, and, and this is always where people go whenever you talk about not what paying about taxes. Roads? What about the roads? What, what about, about the, the cops? cops? You what your suggestion is there, Josh? Is that well, people don't value roads, cops, and uh, firemen because if they didn't have to be forced to pay for these things at the threat of violence, at the threat of being thrown oh, no, out no, of no, their I'm home. Not saying, I'm well, not wait, wait, I'll let, let me finish this thought here, and you can jump in. Okay. But if okay. they if my, they weren't forced to pay for those things, then nobody would ever pay for those things. Which is it's poppycock. If if those people are providing a a a valuable service, and I believe that roads are valuable, and I think that fire protection is valuable, I think that some of the things police do are valuable. If they are providing value valuable services for people, they'll find ways to get the money from people. The marketplace can handle these Food's things. Food's pretty valuable, and somehow the free market manages to provide that. Now, like I said, I don't, not, I'm not saying people say, oh, police are unvaluable. I'm not saying that. But it comes down to the fact that most people won't distinguish the fact between paying, oh, my taxes are going for this, my, tax, my taxes are going for that. They're going to say, oh, well, no taxes. They're doing it. You know, I'm not going to pay taxes anymore. Sure. And if enough people jump on that bandwagon, you think the economy is in a state of distress now? We're going to turn to a third world country. Look, what? The government, what the government spends its money on is inefficient. If the if the free market were to take over the economy, it would be in such better shape. It's it's small business people that keep this country going. Who? It's the government that bridles it. Who spends your money better, Josh? You or some government bureaucrat? I spend my money pretty pretty well. I think. Okay, so is it just you that spends your money well, or is it everybody else that also spends their own money well, or is it only you that spends your money well? Should everyone else be forced to give their money to a government bureaucrat so the bureaucrat can decide where it's spent? 
portion of it, yeah, I, I believe so. I, absolutely. So I bureaucrats mean, are better than regular people that deciding where people's money should go? No, but people as a whole, I think, will make bad decisions if you just let oh, if you just get those other people, right, Josh? It's not you, you wouldn't make any bad decisions. No, no, just those I, other people. I, I would make bad decisions as well. I'm not like an what? investment banker. I can't. I mean, I. Well, what do you need to invest the in? Takes a certain amount of money out of my paycheck, and they do with it what they do with it. Wait, wait, is it? Sure you do. Are, are you suggesting that Social Security is going to be around when you get old enough to get it? I'm sorry, what's that? Are you suggesting that Social Security is still going to be around when you get old enough to get it? Probably not with the way things are going, but I mean. Well, like that's said, a government program, go dude. Schools. The, these are the go towards schools. You know, some things I don't agree with. Some of it's going to go towards soldiers. Wait a second. Wait before you go on school, schools, soldiers, cops. Let's 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 attack these one at a time. First off, the government's administrating Social Security, and you said you're not an, um, an investment banker, but I'll bet you you could put money in a freaking money market better than the government can. Uh, you know, do this <laughs> with Social Security. Secondly, with schools, why do you think it is that a government school spends fourteen thousand dollars per student when you can do you can spend oh two thirds of that and go to a private school which will educate them better? I think he said he didn't like the government schools is that was that what you said josh no i've always been a public schools i've never had the opportunity to go to private schools i, I can't that's because your parents were getting robbed so thoroughly they couldn't afford to no i came from a single family home my father died when i was three so my mom couldn't afford to put two kids into private school she may you know why robbed. she couldn't afford to do that do you, do you know why private schools in many cases are expensive I couldn't tell you. I've never been to one. Allow me to explain. It's because the marketplace is restricted by the existence of the subsidized government schools. So because the government schools are there extracting money from people by force, forcing everyone to pay for their awful crap can services, the, uh, the, the, the private school market is very, very restricted because there are only so many people at that point that are interested in, uh, in spending an additional amount of money. I spend about $3,000 a year, and I don't have kids to uh, to support these government schools here in this area and so everybody else is spending you know a, a similar amount of money if they're living in a similarly priced uh, property that is money that otherwise could be utilized by me and those other people to send their kids to the schools that they think are the best choices and if they have the ability to spend their own money then that means you don't have this artificial government school system in place that's run uh, by take, the teachers union taking away money out of the marketplace you have people that are actually bidding for the schools and looking for the schools that they want to send their kids to so they'll get exactly what it is the kind of education they're looking for instead of this one-size-fits-all government crap uh, that we currently have today. I thank you for the call tonight, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line because in a market that's unrestricted, competition and innovation drive prices down over time. And even despite all the government schools, there are still private schools that do it for cheaper than the government schools do. 1-800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. It's the Saturday edition. We're here taking your calls about anything. 800-259-9231. If it's your first time listening to the show, go ahead and give it a try. We actually mean it. If there's something that is on your mind, it can be on the air. 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. If you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, we've got an easy way for you to do it. You can shop with us. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through that link. 
and that uh, will allow you to buy, well, virtually anything. I mean, they have dozens of categories in which you can shop. Uh, so even if you need used items, they sell them at Amazon. So if you want to save a few extra bucks. In fact, if you want to save uh, some money on new items, order the ones that have the free Super Saver shipping option. You'll find a whole lot of them there at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. And the best part is not only are you getting the products and services that uh, are the products that you're looking for, but Free Talk Live will get a percentage of the purchase. And it's at no extra cost to you. It's, part, it's coming out of Amazon's profits. They're paying us to send them the business. Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. As we go to your phone calls, we'll talk to, I believe, John is on the line. And, John, I think you're in Florida listening to WFTL. Hey there. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, you know, I called about five, uh, I think, eight months ago. I'm the one with a recurring dream of being a superhero and getting caught. Okay. I vaguely recall this. Yes. It's your sister that's catching you and, and torturing you or something? Okay. Refresher. Basically... I'm in my room and I'm with my sister and then I know, like, I know I'm the superhero. It's just like, you know, things in your dream. Mm-hmm. And she hits me on the head and I wake up over a vat of deadly animated fruit. So like they, like the little bananas that like teeth and everything. Right. Like, you get the idea. Yes. Well, you know, I figured out what it means and there's actually two meanings. One, apparently I repressed a memory. When I was five, I was, playing, you know, like, sword fight with my friend in my sister's room, right? She Mm -hmm. was, like, away or whatever. And I'm like, all right, at this point, you know, you're the bad guy, so you got to hit me on the head and you got to catch me, right? He literally hit me so hard that he really did knock me out. Mm. And that's where the friend comes in and the sister comes in because it was in her room. I'm kind of integrating the two. The other one is is that I rely too much on my – it's not that I rely too much. It's like my family smothers me, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, I took your advice. I got out, got myself a girlfriend, and I've only had the dream once since then. And it's literally about a, three weeks after I uh, talked to you guys, I ended up – dating someone and it's a nice little relationship now cool and i i had the dream one more time and you know went along as usual turn around get caught blah blah blah. so this time my girlfriend came in and kicked the crap out of my sister and she saved me and then i haven't had the dream since my family was smothering me and that was my subconscious way of telling me to get a life I, I'm, I'm actually stunned uh, that you were able to uh, to determine all of those things, and it, it sounds like you've successfully solved your issue. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, there is one other thing, and it's a more serious topic that I wanted to talk to you about. Well, wait, before you go on with that, did you ever figure out why it was fruit with uh, gnashing teeth? Did you ever figure out what caused no, that? No, I think that was just some thing. I don't know. Maybe my sister likes bananas. Okay. I don't know. Do you like fruit? I, I, I do like fruit. Okay, that's good. Fruit's good for you. I love fruit. Anyway. What was the other thing? Go ahead. Um, gentlemen, um, you know, down here in Florida, we have people such as the wonderful Joyce Kaufman and the wonderful Michael Savage gets played down here constantly and until until a few months ago. They had the – this is the one thing that I did steal from Michael Savage that I like, which is he calls Bill Riley the leprechaun. The leprechaun used to play down here, 
gentlemen, I want to thank you. Because, in ele- see, they had a man named Jim DeFeedy on the air down here for 850. And I don't know what happened to him, but he, from what I heard, like, he and Joyce Coffin had. Do you know who Joyce Coffin is? Uh, she is your afternoon drive, I believe, or afternoon, midday, or something host. She's a local host on WFTL on the East yeah. Coast there. She's like the woman, and nobody messes with Joyce, right? She's uh, so, she's a, kind of your typical uh, conservative, conserva-clone uh, talk host, from what I can tell. I've been yeah, on her she, show one time. She she runs around, she, she literally, she guarantees us she carries a gun around. She's willing to blow anybody away that um, tries to attack her and blah, blah, blah. But the point is, is that Jim DeFeedy, I don't know what happened to him, but he he and Joyce had words, and of course, Joyce being Joyce, Joyce won. And basically, Jim got fired, or left, one of the two. Okay. The point that I'm trying to make is, I want to thank you guys, because you were the only voice. I Don't get me wrong, Andre Eglashine, he's a good man. I, I don't know who most of these people are, man. What, what, what's uh, the point you're making? I, I want to thank you, because you were the only voice of reason in this entire damn state. Well, thank you so very thank much for you. listening, and we're glad you're out there. And, and hopefully, you know what you can do for us, and you and everybody else that's listening to this show on a radio station that is not able to tune us in during the week, as you said, the evil Michael Savage is uh, on in our slot on that station during the week. Uh, but we do have a weekday show, Free Talk Live does, and your state local station program director, I'm sure, would be absolutely happy to hear from you, uh, to hear you say something like, hey, thanks for putting Free Talk Live on the air. I think that show's great. I really appreciate the fact that your station is airing it on whenever it is that we air. Saturday nights is when most stations pick us up. And then ask them real nice-like to uh, pick up some of the weekday show. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. And uh, thanks to anybody that takes the time to contact their local station on behalf of Free Talk Live. It makes a difference. It does. I, I still think it doesn't really matter because uh, Michael Savage, with uh, as angry as he gets on the air, is going to have an aneurysm. And, uh, oh, his and days I, are numbered. You and I are, are, are young. We're so, the shoe-ins. You know. yeah. <laughs> we are... The next generation in issues-oriented talk, and this is the direction America's going. It really, things are really changing. Well, I hope so. People really do see that there's something wrong with the government, and I can, I love the fact that we had from 2000 to 2006 an all-Republican government, and now from 2008 through 2010 at least, we're going to have an all-Democrat government, and people are going to realize, holy crap, it doesn't matter what color they are, they all want to screw us and, and steal our money. I think that by color you mean red and blue. Right by red yeah. and blue. Yeah, pardon me. I, I, you know, I'm not suggesting there's a racial component right. to it. Um, uh, you know, it, But the, the, this is, you know, the, this is what government's about. It's about forcing people that don't agree with you to do what you want or pay for what you want them to pay. Let's go to WJML, Petoskey, Michigan, where Bill is on the line. One of our uh, wonderful uh, six day a week affiliates. You guys get an hour of the show every night. Uh, Bill, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Every First time caller. Hey, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? I wanted to, uh, you know, we, we have about five callers since I've been on hold listening to a lot of different comments and whatnot. Uh, first of all, I think education, some, I think one of you was commenting about violence not being the answer, and I agree with you. I think that we need to try to educate and wake people up to the fact that party uh, at this point in time is really, uh, it's, not, it's not a factor. A biblical principle is that any house divided against itself will fall. And uh, I believe that the powers that, that are behind everything that's going on in the undercurrents, 
know this, and, and they use different issues to divide our country. And while we're squabbling back and forth trying to choke each other to death, you know, Democrats, Republicans, that type of thing, um, they're basically robbing us blind. And so uh, I think people need to put aside the notion that, that it's important what the party is and start looking at the individual and the principles. Uh, Absolutely. So, That's a sensible thing to say. Uh, I'm, a, I'm what's called a political patriot. In other words, uh, I believe that patriotism has to involve a lot more than just going out and waving a flag on the 4th of July and having a picnic and you know going to a Memorial Day service. And we have to get involved. We have to know the important bills that are on the tables, uh, like H.R. 1207 and the uh, Senate 604, the Federal Reserve Transparency Act and the, the uh, Sunshine Bills. And I don't know if you've talked about that That's, recently. Is that Ron Paul stuff? Up. Yeah, 1207 is yes, Ron Paul's. Is. Yeah, 1207 has 282 co-sponsors in the House, and uh, S604 has 23 co-sponsors in the Senate. And the, the Federal Reserve banking system, uh, central banking is, is probably the most dangerous thing to our, our, our liberties and freedom, uh, more so than the health care issue and, uh, you know, any, any kind of uh, other legislation out it's there. It's a major source of power for, uh, for the federal government. There's, there's no doubt about that. Uh, but, you know, when people are paying attention and they do get active politically on the federal level, nothing changes. I mean, you, you saw a huge outpouring against the bailouts, and nothing happened. Uh, I mean, they were getting phone calls 100 to 1 against the, doing the bailouts, and they went right ahead and, and did it anyway. And I, I just don't feel like there's anything that can change uh, with any amount of attention to the federal government. I think the best thing to do is to uh, join the Free State Project, if you really love freedom, and get, uh, get up here to New Hampshire and get together with other liberty-minded people and then declare your independence. I think that'd be the shortest route to freedom. Thanks. A couple other points. You do? Well, hang on. We'll bring you back. And the phones are loaded up. If you are on the line, we will get to you here. Got an entire hour to talk to you about what you want at 800-259-9231. Hour number three is on the way. You can take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. As we launch here into the third hour, go ahead, call in about whatever you want. Phone lines are loaded up. We'll get to you if you're on hold. We'll start things out with Bill listening to WJML in Petoskey, Michigan. Bill, you're back on Free Talk Live. You said you had another thing or two to get to, so you can at least get to one thing. Go ahead. Uh, the most important thing is uh, I, I, I'm not 100% in agreement with you that we can't do anything at the federal level. Uh, Rand Paul, who is uh, Ron Paul's son, is running for the Senate in Kentucky. Uh, he came out uh, very strong in the first poll that they did and raised some $433,000 on Thursday. He's up, to, uh, he's, he's up over 700000 actually. Oh, good for him. 
Well, you know, so the point is, is you know, I agree that we, we have to live free and we have to just, you know, basically not buy into all the fear-driven uh, uh, stuff that the government's putting out. Sure. But I do think that we, we, we have to educate the people that we run into about uh, as much as we can. And that John, the caller, Josh, who was talking about the, you know, the Iraq war and the school system and whatnot, there's a guy out there named John Taylor Gatto. Are you familiar with John Taylor Gatto? Yes. Uh, he is a, a retired school teacher was once the teacher of the year, I think, for the entirety of New York State. And he's now come out against, or has been for the last several years, has come out against uh, the state-run, the government school system and has really been exposing it for the brainwashing uh, system that it actually is. Exactly. And so, Josh, if you're still listening, research John Taylor Gatto. Uh, go online to Google and Google him and read up uh, and, and discover that the school, you know, you'll discover the public school system is very effective in what they're setting out to do. They, they are setting out to dumb down America. They have been doing that for 100 plus years. And so that's one thing for Josh. The other thing was, you know, the Americans, the, the foreign policy of the founders was not to get entangled with uh, other foreign governments. Uh, you know, we don't protect our own borders. And a lot of people have been brainwashed to think we went over to Iraq to, to eradicate the terrorists that struck us on 9-11. That's not true. Uh, the, the terrorists were primarily Saudi Arabian terrorists. Uh, Iraq had nothing to, nothing to do with 9-11. And, you know, you can't stop the evil terrorism uh, from happening here in our nation if, if you don't remove uh, – first of all, you have to protect our own borders. Our troops are overseas protecting other countries' borders instead of our own. Aren't you and, concerned uh, that – wait, wait, wait. Before you go on, aren't you concerned that the troops – that you're talking about are actually, um, you know, being essentially, uh, you know, paid and held together unconstitutionally. I mean, the Constitution recommends no standing army, and to, uh, you know, it, it says that uh, the, the the army shouldn't be together for more than two years. Well, I believe that we can protect our borders uh, without using, uh, you know, a, mi- a military force like the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. Okay, so we can so have an internal. So this... uh, you know, and I also think that, you know, Ron Paul mentioned this during his campaign. A fence is not going to keep people out. You have to remove the subsidies. If you subsidize something, you're going to get more of it. And you've got that's to re- remove the incentives for them to come here. They come here because they get free medical care. Well, they that's get not true. Uh, that's not true across the a board. The, the vast majority of them come here for a better life, the same reason that your ancestors came here. Right, and that's why I want to... bless do... them for coming here and working very, very hard. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, very hard working, and I'm not, I'm not saying that the, the people that come here, uh, they work circles around most Americans. Actually, uh, in many cases, most Americans are lazy, fat and lazy. They don't want to work anymore. Yeah, so, and that's why a uh, lot of Americans want to stop um, uh, immigrants from coming here wholesale protectionism and, yeah that's why I, I have to you know I'm, I'm, I'm I was in agreement with almost everything that you said up until the point where you started talking about protecting borders but I agree with you if you end the welfare program you you end the uh, the influx of the undesirable type of immigrant and I think a lot of Americans do not make the distinction you know they just paint them all with the same brush they are after all brown it's not all, fair all brown. Uh, because a lot of those folks are coming here to make a better life but you're right Absolutely. some of them are coming for the handouts so if there was no welfare fair system in the first place then you're correct those folks wouldn't be here we've got to wean we've got to wean people off the welfare system we have to teach them that uh, you know, you, there's no guarantee. The, the Constitution doesn't guarantee you a job, nor does it guarantee you health care or free health care or, or a handout. So, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm in agreement with, with a lot of what you say, but, you know, I do think that if we don't have uh, some control as to uh, who comes into our country, let's face it, if, if we didn't have uh, an influx of people coming in willing to work for lower wages, the American people, uh, you know, I. 
I'm saying that the people have to get used to working for less. That's just the way of the world. I mean that you know, uh, you know, we can't. There's going to be an equalization across the board in this world. Well, yeah, the economy can handle that. I mean, if you work for less, then prices go down. So it doesn't matter that much. I mean, well, if people, thanks for taking my. Thank you. I, I, the, I there's other people waiting. Yes, to sir. Call, and so. I, th- I thank you for the uh, time tonight, Bill. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. It's not a bad thing if uh, people start getting paid less. Prices go down. A lot of our country, uh, you know, they, us, that kind of thing. You know, I, 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 I am not, not one of the 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 people of Mexico. You know, I'm I'm. It's not a them situation to me. Those those are people that are you know j- to me just as good and as important as people that live in the United States. They're all individuals. They all have their own individual circumstances. I live closer to somebody who lives in Canada than I do to somebody in California. Why should somebody in California be able to cross this border to where I live and mm-hmm. um and the, somebody from Canada shouldn't? Absurd. It's absolutely nuts. All right, let's go to John listening to WFLA in Florida. John, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, how you doing? First hey, time caller. Thank you, sir. What's on your mind tonight? I bet you're shocked. <laughs> uh, uh, well, yeah, a little bit. You guys are a little different than I'm used to, but... Yes, indeed. I mean, the evil Michael Savage, I like Savage, so... What do you like about him? Language, culture, Well, I just like his point of view. I like, I like Horowitz. And I, I, I lean to a conservative point of view, but here's my point. You know, I just call to say a couple of things. It, since we've had hope and change in the last six months, I've had a lot of opportunity to watch a lot of television. <laughs> since my job downsized and <laughs> the hope and change is, is coming about, I just know it's coming. I've just got to wait on it. But my point is, is I've watched all these town hall meetings, and I watch this man come out, and it's like there's a glaze. I mean, it's like a Jim Jones prayer meeting. These people in the audience, there's like a glaze that goes over them. They were told that he would not sign no bill before it was five days on the Internet. That yeah. was a lie. I thought it was three, but okay. No, it was five. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Sounds they also right. said he would not hire. There would be no lobbyist. There's five exemptions for that now in his administration. It's hard to do business in Washington without a lobbyist. I can, uh, you know, Without being involved with lobbyists, they're, they're like cockroaches up there. I didn't lie. He did. Yeah, yep, yep. I mean, there's there's 33 people that's unelected that's telling the American people what to do. They call themselves czars. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know. But I don't understand how people voted for this character to start with. Do you think McCain would have been a lot better? I'm sorry? Do you think McCain would have been a lot better? No, McCain is one of the Republicans lost. So you agree that the system is broken? But... Well, that's why they did it, because, uh, I mean, some of them did it. They, not all of them. I can't speak for all of them. But a, a number of people voted for Obama simply because he wasn't John McCain. I mean, it's it's been a history of voting in, in at least my lifetime where people have always said, oh, well, I'm just voting for the lesser of two evils, whatever that might happen to be, whether they consider it John McCain or Barack Obama. They're not Stalin voting. Stalin and Hitler. They're not whatever. voting. We've got to vote for one of these guys. They're not actually voting for, in their heart of hearts, they're not voting for that candidate or his platforms. They're voting against Correct. the other candidate. But it's like, you know, it, 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 I think it's more like Bush fatigue. People just got tired of seeing Bush for eight years. But Well, and, you know, the statement that you made about the uh, the gloss going over the crowd, uh, as far as Obama is concerned, could very easily have been made about uh, George Bush while, when he spoke in front of one of his crowds. I mean, people were all enamored well, by him, too. When you saw the movie Jesus Camp, the, uh, the kids were essentially worshipping a cardboard cutout of George Bush. Oh, my gosh, it was creepy. But they would do that today, too, with Obama. They, they would totally do that with Obama. So nothing has changed. It's just that, you know, now it's Bush the third, except his name's Obama. 
if you catch the fat boy with the hand in the cookie jar and he tells you he didn't have his hand in the cookie jar, you know the fat boy's lying. <laughs> I mean, we have caught the fat boy with the hand in the cookie jar. Again and again and again. He's trying to ram this health care down. People don't realize I'm 56 years old, and I have worked for the last 40 years. I've been out on my own since I was 16. I've provided for myself, my family, ever, for 40 years. Good. And now I can't because of hope and change, but that's another story. And we don't have time for it. They're going to ram this down people's throats, and people over 65 should be terrified. John, you're right about that, and I thank you for the call. Uh, out of time for uh, for you, unfortunately, but I appreciate it hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Uh, we'll talk to you about what you want. Just dial in and take control of the airwaves. It is the Saturday edition of Free Talk Live, the toll-free number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Saturday edition tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those, including the updates. If you want to be kept in the loop about Free Talk Live, you want to know what's happening with the show, when it happens, well, you can go to updates.freetalklive.com. Get on the list. And we'll keep you in the loop. That's updates.freetalklive.com. It's free, of course. With the uh, the economy looking the way it is right now, uh, the Federal Reserve printing all of that money, that's, it quite possibly could set us into a situation of inflation to the point that, well, you probably should have invested in gold and silver. Well, here's a, a really great offer that uh, Free Talk Live has uh, come up with. For its listeners, uh, through Midas Resources, one of our, our syndicator and one of our major sponsors, you can get Walking Liberty half dollars for $8.70 a piece. Uh, so all you have to do, do is go to Midas, excuse me, gold.freetalklive.com or silver.freetalklive.com. It'll take you to the same page. And you get these Walking Liberty halves for $8.70 a piece and uh, get them shipped right to you. All right. Our number again is 800-259-9231. We go to the AMP line where Paul is on the line in California. Hey, Paul. Hey, Ian. Hey, what's yeah, on your mind? I, uh, yeah, well, you were talking the other day about uh, you know, what, what would it be like in a voluntary society where there were no rules, no, no laws, no government, no regulations. And somebody brought up the idea of the, the, uh, the, the, this incident where the people who were from the LD, this branch of the LDS church and we're raising their young children to marry the older men in the uh, in the group, and how many people just thought that was just a terrible thing. And, and we, you know, this is what's wrong with the free society, and that's why we need the government to swoop in there and control people. I just got to thinking, well, if people have this revulsion about raising young children with the idea that they should marry older men. What do we say in our society about raising our young children to go out and murder other people with a uniform? Oh, yeah, you, you got a little Isn't garbled there. To murder who? Paul? Murder, yeah. In other words, if it's evil to train young children to marry and have sex with men twice their age, what's the point of raising young children and young men to go out and murder at the command of some bureaucrat. Isn't that worse? Yeah, it's an interesting point. You get the plank out of your own eye first, right? Uh, yeah. 
You know, I was thinking about this today. Um, is if I was going after a legitimate villain, say somebody who had, uh, you know, been in my house and done something terrible, either to my wife or stolen some property or whatever, and I came out and I started popping caps at that guy as he was running down the street, um, I would, you know, I, somebody might say I was justified in in doing such a thing, popping caps. I mean, shooting at him uh, for for the for the older folks in the audience. Um, <laughs> I, I get the, I, I understand the patois. Right. So, so if I'm doing that, and in the process, I put a, a you know a hollow point nine millimeter slug through the skull of a young child, I likely am going to go to prison for that activity. However, when this is done in the uh, course of uh, the, the military, in the course of battle and war, um, this is called collateral damage. And, well, you know, I suppose we try to minimize it. Uh, mostly what we try, what uh, the military tries to do is to cover it up so that it's, it's not talked about. You know, the wedding party in Afghanistan where they killed 80 people or something like that. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a sad thing. It's a very sad thing. And it's just yeah. not the same. You know, we're just not treated fairly. If you work for the government, you don't run work by the same set of rules as you do if you're a regular person. Yeah, it's a perfect example of Orwellian newspeak. For instance, if you're growing wheat, you're, you're engaging in agriculture. But if you're growing some other kinds of plants, you're a drug dealer. <laughs> yep. You know, there was a story about uh, this guy that got killed uh, uh, in, in, in the National Forest. What's happening now is that, that, that a pot is grown in the National uh, Forest in California, and, go, and this guy started this fire, right? And uh, so there was so uh, they're all upset about these people growing marijuana in, in, in the national lands, and this is a terrible problem. You know? <laughs> it's agriculture, okay? If it wasn't for the guy with the guns, getting all upset about it these guys wouldn't be doing these clandestine things and causing fires yeah if uh if marijuana were legal then they'd be able to have their own farm and grow it without any issue no one would blink an eye at it absolutely they but can grow you tobacco agriculture you, you know and you start labeling it as some horrible crime well <laughs> there you go thank you for that paul any other thoughts tonight sure. No, I just I just thought it was just an interesting example uh, when you were talking about the uh, you know the, the terrible thing of those poor children being uh, you, know, you know given this bad information as as young people and how how they were being exploited and I'm sitting there going yeah and we've got recruiting offices all over the place and trying to get young high school guys and, and they lie of course as we've uh, seen so many times talk about exploiting young people they don't give them the whole story the whole truth they just uh, make crap up just to get them to sign on the dotted line, and then they own them for eight years. Thanks for the call tonight, Paul. I appreciate it. They don't tell them that part of the story. They don't tell them that uh, the, the whole free schooling thing isn't quite what it's cracked up to be. I'd also like to point out that their uh, their, their contract would be completely invalid in the free market. And the fact that, uh, yeah, I used to work for a uh, gym. We couldn't sell a gym membership for a longer duration than 36 months because the federal government or you know state government, I'm not sure which one, uh, decided that you can't make a commitment like that <laughs> realistically. You can't make a commitment like that. Except for that. the military. Well, but of course you can uh, sign your entire life away for eight years. Let's go to Brian listening to boldvoices.tv. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Brian. Hey, Ian. Um, I have a few things to say. Okay. One is last year in 2008, I voted um, Constitution Party, Republican Party, and Democrat Party mm -hmm. um, for Congress, Senate, and President. The other question I have... I have that I want to comment from you is 
Um, can you tell me the difference between the book that you read on the audio uh, for the laissez-faire society the Market and, for and Liberty our, is the name of that book, and yeah, people, can, people can and download it free at book.freekeen.com. That's book.freekeen.com. Go ahead, sir. Well, that was an awesome book. I loved it very much. And I want to know the difference between um, the Market for Liberty or a laissez-faire society and an anarchist society that I hear so much about from boldvoices.tv. I, well, I don't know what an anarchist society is. I don't consider myself an anarchist. I know that people would like to label me that way, but I don't appreciate that label because I think anarchy suggests no rules. I know the anarchists would, de- would deny categorically that uh, anarchy suggests no rules, but I think that as it's presented by many of its uh, advocates, the You're anarcho- an anarchist denier. The anarcho-syndicalists, for instance, the anarcho-communists, uh, I think that uh, a lot of people suggest that anarchy is just all about tearing down the state, not necessarily what would uh, supplant it. So uh, I, I don't know if I can answer your question. Well, I, I was just wondering what you think the difference is between a laissez-faire society and an anarchist society. Well, laissez-faire suggests hands-off. Uh, it suggests there is no governmental entity in there meddling in people's affairs and, and you know between businesses and regulating and things like that. And an anarchist society would, I guess, mean there's no rulers. Um, I, I support the idea of rules. I mean, I want to make it clear that I think that on my property, I should be able to set the rules that I want to set, and you should be able to set the rules that you want. And then we get to figure out how to interact together based on what we believe. Uh, I don't know if I've answered your question, though, so I'm going to bring it back here. We can dig in a little further and take your calls as well about anything. It's Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Toll free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231, Saturday edition. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And we invite you to our website. We have live streams. There's a broadband version of the show, a dial-up version, even a webcam, and it's all free for you at listen.freetalklive.com. That is listen.freetalklive.com. If you're uh, thinking about you know, freshening up the look of the bathroom or the kitchen, I've got a great place for you to go and check out the costs first for, say, the knobs or uh, towel racks, things like that. Go to innerknobs.com. They've been a sponsor of the show for quite some time, and they're, they're back now that it's at the, the home decorating season again. There's a season for that? I get There's a season for every business. I guess they would know at Internobs. Yeah, they certainly would, <laughs> because you can, any kind of knob out there, the kind of knobs that you've never seen before, uh, they're, they're over there. I, my wife, was she had to whittle them down to like 10, 5 or 10, the, to get my opinion, not mm-hmm. that I care, um, on what the <laughs> knobs were that she was picking out there at innerknobs.com. The, but they made Laura happy. Happy with her, they with their made selection. her very ca- happy with it. Well, the service I think was you, you expect when you're going through a discount service on the internet that you kind of get discount service. Mm-hmm. You don't get discount service with internobs.com. Um, you can also use code FTL to save uh, $10 or 10% additionally on your order. Sweet. Yep. It's uh, So it's code FTL. I recommend this, or, this, this company to friends and family, not just uh, you know, people on the radio for money. This, I, I believe in internobs.com. All right, we're going back to Brian, listening in South Carolina via boldvoices.tv. 
Brian, you're back on Free Talk Live, and you'd asked a question, and I, I've, I've had a chance to, to think a little further on it here. Can you, oh, no, we're not going back to Brian. He dropped off the line. But Brian had asked a question <laughs> that I am, uh, you know, decided to think a little further on during the break, and he was asking me, well, what's the difference between your idea, Ian, of a voluntarist society, a, a society in which people are interacting on a voluntary basis as opposed to the coercive government that we currently have today, compared to an anarchist? anarchist society. And I said, well, you know, I don't really appreciate the term anarchist. I think it suggests no rules. And I know that some anarchists out there would vehemently disagree. But for me, that's that's the impression I get. Whenever you hear them talking about anarchists in the news, it's always people that are threatening to blow something up or bomb something or destroying a storefront window or, you know, black masks, all kinds of it is not the uh, you know, that's not a vision I have for myself. It's not a, a group of people I would associate with. But just kind of listening to the terms, anarchist society versus voluntary society, what does one say, just by basic definition, about what it is? An anarchist is a term that is, it's got the the, uh, the A uh, prefix in front of it, right? A, meaning and, without, like okay. atheist, without theism, anarchist, without archism, mm-hmm. uh, you know, without rule. Uh, the, I do the, hate that archism. The definition of uh, anarchy, according to dictionary.com, is a person, or an anarchist, rather, is a person who advocates or believes in anarchy or anarchism, someone who seeks to overturn by violence all constituted forms and institutions of society and government. That's certainly not me. I'm not interested in violence to achieve my goals, so that would not describe me at all, uh, with no purpose of establishing any other system of order in the place of that destroyed. And I think that might be the you know one of the key differences here, is that an anarchist just says, get rid of all these rulers! And they don't really necessarily suggest anything. Uh, no gods, just, no kings. By being an anarchist, you're not necessarily suggesting a replacement for the rulers. Now, there are anarcho-capitalists that you know support the idea of uh, free market capitalism in the absence of the coercive government. There are also anarcho-communists that support you know some sort of com- communal system of living in the absence of the the coercive sure. government. But I would uh, I, I would also say that y- you know you're going to read the definition I assume here that coming up next of what a voluntarist is, and the anarchists don't even have enough clout to get the dictionary to go along with what their definition of anarchism is, <laughs> let alone uh, being able to sway the public. So Right, right. So so the, what you usually hear from the anarchists is, at least the ones that I know, is, hey, we're not like that. We're not violent. That's not us. That's not what anarchy really is. And maybe they're right. You know, maybe the real definition of anarchy isn't what's in the dictionary, but that's what most people think. Right. And... and- you know, it, it it draws up pictures in people's mind. The word means something to people. And the, what it, its meaning is, is a guy with a top hat with a smedley butler, uh, or not smedley butler, but a, a snidely whiplash uh, mustache there and a, um, a, you know, a, a flame, a sparking bomb in his hand. That's what an anarchist is to them. And you're not going to change that uh, by, you know, calling yourself an anarchist and saying, but I'm not that guy. It still draws up that that mental picture right so i think there is no necessarily uh defined anarchist society because the definition of of an anarchist is someone who doesn't necessarily have a uh, a system to replace that which they seek to uh to eliminate whereas a voluntarist the very definition of a voluntarist is one who seeks a voluntary order and that's it. That's it. That's all. Simple stuff, right? Like, if the government decided, the government people decided to start acting on a voluntary basis, we'd have voluntarism. We would have the voluntary society. They wouldn't even have to be replaced. 
Like, if they just decided to, st- to say, you know what, we're sending to these property tax bills this year, but if you, do- if you can't afford to pay it or, you know, you've got something else you want to spend that money on, it's okay. You know, we'll figure out how to get our money voluntarily. That would be it. That would be the change to the voluntary society. We'll Nothing pro- would need to be destroyed or torn down. It's just a way of uh, interacting with people. We'll provide, ser- we'll provide services that people are willing to pay for. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's funny. That's... By and large, what we do everywhere in society, 99% of the time, sure. You know, I, I, I sort of envision a world where, it, you know, some point in the future, I, I'm, I'm not ready to, to stick people to the ceiling on all the issues that they, you know, that they're, they're, they so love the government for, with cops, courts, roads, and things like that. But I, I, I do sort of envision a future where people stop attaching the government to a geographic area, you know, that they can then have the jurisdiction of what people, you know, the people that choose to subscribe to it. I mean, doesn't it make sense that I, as a United States citizen, should be able to go to, uh, you know, Greece or, or Turkey or some other place and then, sub, and, and then abide by the United States rules? It's so difficult. That's one of the reasons people don't like to travel is because they don't even know what the laws are. Well, you don't know what the laws are here, let alone what the laws are in Mexico or Canada or Greece or Haiti or wherever. Well, there shouldn't be a whole bunch of statutes. What there should be is just simply do no harm. That should be the law. That is the law. I mean, if you do harm, the universe will have a wonderful way of getting back at you eventually. Uh, so you can't... I don't think you can really escape from, uh, generally, that uh, that particular law. And It's just all these statutes that are so unnecessary. So I hope I've explained myself, uh, and I hope that I've uh, answered his question. Let's continue with your calls. And go to Mark... No, not Mark. Frank is in a Ohio. Frank, you're on Free Talk Live, listening to WCER in Canton. Hey, how you doing? I, I got something to say uh, about Congress. Be- before I do, I want to tell people the largest seaport in the world, or one of them, is built down in Mexico, Chinese. And they have nothing but Chinese down there. And uh, What's wrong with Chinese one- people? That's right. No, no, what's wrong with Chinese people? No, I just want to draw a picture for you. I didn't say anything was wrong with them. Okay. Uh, okay, Hillary went over to China. Okay, she's a globalist. And I wondered, owing China all these trillions of dollars. And so I want to thank Congress, the fools and the Judases that sold us out to the Wall Street wolves and the corporate world, okay, that sold us down the tube. So we can be owned by by the globalist, one world government people that want to incorporate China with us and sell us out to China. Hey, thank you, you fools and Judas. How are they selling you out to China? I, I guess I don't understand because that. Because they sold us out to the corporate world, which is involved in the new world order that wants to divvy up the world in sections uh, uh, for uh, corporate global fascist elitists. It doesn't really make uh, what you're saying to me doesn't really make a lot of sense. How how were you sold to China? Please explain that. Uh, how much do we? How many trillions do we owe China? I don't owe them anything. The United States government uh, certainly does. Oh wait a minute, that's your money, son. That's that's your money. That's not the government's money. That's your money. Son. How is it my money? Well, actually, um, the the way the government has it set up right now is they'll they'll float a treasury, uh, you know, note of some sort, bill, bonds, or whatever. Then the Federal Reserve loans them money against that, and then they use uh, they, they you know they own they 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 tax you on your labor, so they, no, they, they steal they, your labor in order they to pay these things off. The American dollar to worth 
jack nothing. Oh, well, yeah. That's the, what the central bank does. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Yep. I agree. It's they bad. They are slave masters. That's Absolutely bad. bad. Bad stuff. More coming up. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Even in these remaining moments, we'll try to sneak your call in. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231, and it's in with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Features free. Enjoy them on us, freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as $3 a month. We take that money in, reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. So head over to amp.freetalklive.com, get signed up, you'll get perks, like access to the amp-only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more. Head over to amp.freetalklive.com. And SACL CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful, they record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy, so your business is handled as efficiently as possible. That's SACL CAI. See their banner right at the top of the freetalklive.com website. That's because SACL is our number one sponsor, and we love them. Single CAI. All right, let's continue taking your calls about anything. Mark, listening to WFLA-FM in Georgia. You're on Free Talk Live, Mark. Well, hello there, Ian. I'm first first-time caller, first-time uh, <laughs> listener, and I've been really impressed with the wide variety of topics you've uh, managed to get on the air. We tend to do that uh, here on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind go today? anywhere. Yep, what's up? Well, I just, um, I've, you know, agreed with a lot of things that, uh, a lot of your responses to your callers, uh, not necessarily with you know so much of what the way things were presented on on some callers' behalf, but everybody's trying to do a good job. I just had one little issue I wanted to take up with a point of disagreement, and or not not so much a disagreement as I felt as if you were kind of bailing on the personal responsibility in terms of this particular order. Uh, society that we choose to to live under. I heard you say that you had been very participatory and and worked really hard and uh, you know all this stuff as a libertarian and um, and other you know and just kind of eventually wound up in this sort of place where you where you just didn't want to fight anymore. You just didn't want to you know. Uh, uh, and to me, it came across as uh, and of course I realize you're being. You're being uh, active uh, by having this show, but nevertheless, I, I was left with the t- a bad taste in my mouth that perhaps you, you just didn't think it was worth the effort of uh, searching out candidates who believed in particular values and personal responsibility and uh, and such, and then supporting those particular candidates or doing anything that you could to to. Um, Yes, you're correct. Your interpretation of what I said, I believe, is correct. You are right. I am sick and tired of uh, seeking out and uh, doing everything I can to support some candidate that happens to agree with me on enough issues for me to be interested. Uh, Let me give you a brief history uh, of me here. I used to live down in... Before you do that, I'm going to go ahead and grant you that you've been the hardest working guy uh, there ever was in the political process. No, probably not true. And, uh, that, that, well, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and grant all that without right. a history and everything. And I'm just going to, you know, maybe pose a couple of questions. Okay, fine. And and, and, and those would be that you radio talk show hosts in a way, you know, you have sort of a bully pulpit on the airwaves and such. we got a pulpit, if nothing uh, else. 
Well, it's not necessarily a bully puppet. No. <laughs> you got a puppet. You okay. got a, you got a mouthpiece. You know, it's more than than most of us have. Except, the, you know, this is a wonderful show you have, and and I really greatly respect it and appreciate it and all that. All right, all right. So but the question it doesn't, it doesn't it doesn't give you the in my mind the um, privilege of abdicating the personal responsibility necessary for talented people such as yourself. To, it's okay to say you're tired, but quit. That just uh, really kind of goes against, you know, uh, okay, anything Mark, that I would I would think. Mark, how how long have you been listening to Free Talk Live? No, I, if you have a good memory, you'll note that I said I was a first, first time call, listener, first okay. time caller, That's first time. Call. What right, I thought you said. All right, here's all right. the thing. Well, Every word that goes out, you don't get to take it back. You that's know, right. Out there, it's true. And, and 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 so if you if you if you abdicate the one time. I might be the one-time caller, one-time listener, who's more easily swayed, perhaps, in their personal philosophy. Uh, well, and what and I had who said will eventually lay down and go away. What I had when said, Mark. All right, Mark. Up. I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, respond uh, yeah, to you now. We're out of time, and I appreciate. We're not, you guys. No, we're not out of time. Listen, I want to keep listen, you. I'll, Mark, I'll stay on the line here. so I can respond to you and have a conversation. Please stay right where you are because uh, I want to uh, be able uh, to respond okay. to you here and continue this. Um, what I was saying is, I'm sick and tired of the political system, okay, and you, you certainly interpreted that correctly, but I wasn't saying that I was going to lay down. Uh, I'm all in favor of standing up for what you believe in. In point of fact, that's why I moved from Florida. I used to live down in Sarasota. I was born and raised down there, lived there for 26 years of my life, and then back in 2006, uh, decided to move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, which is one of our sponsors, and we fully support them, freestateproject.org. And the purpose of the Free State Project is to bring liberty-minded people together to the same geographic region in order to achieve liberty in their lifetimes. So that means that there's a variety of different types of uh, activism going on here. There are people that are still doing the political thing, and they're doing a pretty decent job at it. Um, and m myself, having been pretty burned out on the whole politics thing, decided to take a different route. So I haven't laid down or given up at all. In fact, what I was advocating earlier tonight is that people stand up for what they believe in and just live the, the free life that they want to live. And when the government comes after them to uh, to essentially engage in non-cooperation and civil disobedience and to not obey these people that uh, demand to be their masters. And I was suggesting that if enough people decided to stop obeying rather than begging, which is what I consider the political process to be, uh, rather than finding somebody who's going to go and run for office and trying to spend a whole bunch of money to try to get them to defeat the, the incumbents, which is next to impossible because of the way the system is designed, and then cross their fingers and hope that that person doesn't get corrupted by the power if they actually do win uh, and hope beyond hope that they'll be able to convince some of the other corrupt scumbags to do something to actually achieve liberty you could get to the freedom that you want if you just had enough people say no i'm not going to obey your silly diktats and your silly rules so i i wasn't advocating laying down uh at all what i was advocating is standing up in a completely different fashion does that make sense well in a way it does except for a couple of pertinent things in that um we we do need to um, really focus on uh, reassuming some of our states' rights um, against the the federal onslaught. But where where we're missing the the boat here, I think, is that is that the freedoms which we have given up must be regained, or 
we I, have to resort to something which is less than desirable in terms of um, our society. In other words, we we have been giving up or allowing in this live and let live philosophy, which we all wish to have. You know, everyone works hard. Everybody who plays by the rules and works hard and and tries really hard to do the right thing uh, is usually very tired and doesn't want to invest the time and the sure. effort necessary. No, no, I totally understand. Problem. And okay. this and and, uh, uh, and the we, problem is that you can invest a whole lot of time and effort in politics and get virtually no return on your investment. That's why I'm so frustrated uh, by the political well, system. Here's 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 what okay, uh, what I'm trying to I guess. Um, You've got you a, less than a minute. Is a, is a viewpoint is a viewpoint that the original system and political system is still there. The changes like gerrymandering and and things which have been uh, brought about so that they can uh, flex the system to their advantage are all things which can eventually be taken back by adherence to a rigid set of values and principles which, you know, our founding fathers believed that a moral people really needed very little governance. How long have you been working within the system? Governance. How long have they you been working uh, in the political system to achieve the things you're talking about? I've only just got started. All right, that's, then that explains it. Uh, here's what I want you to do. Go and, you know, give it your all, and then call us back in another, uh, you know, year or so and let us know how you feel I'd about I'd encourage your you rather – I agree largely with what you've said, and I've kept quiet so that you could uh, talk to my partner about this. I agree mostly with what you say. However, I would encourage you to move here to New Hampshire where the Free State Project is going on and do like so many yeah. hundreds and hundreds of Free State movers um, that believe in the political process are doing right now. We've got six people in the uh, – State House here in New Hampshire. How the how the libertarian movement doing in, in, in <laughs> Florida? Uh, where it is, Florida? I don't care. Oh yeah, you're in Georgia. I'm sorry. You're listening to WFLA in Ta- right. uh, Tallahassee, and, but and, right. But but it's, it's it, we 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 can't bail. I, I understand you're you're just trying a different experiment. It's not it's not bailing out. It's regrouping. Right. It's uh, teaming up. Libertarians. It's just not going to work. They've been trying it since 1971 when the party came around. They're getting fewer votes now, not more. I'm afraid that the only hope that people that believe in liberty have is getting into one geographic area because, unfortunately, that's the way governments work right We're now. We're out of time, too, Mark. Thanks for the call. Good conversation to everybody we didn't get to. Call us Monday night. We'll talk to you then online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Good night. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com.